Welcome to Character First, a podcast focusing on developing confidence, empathy, resilience, and 21st century skills for our children and our future. You're listening to Character First, Episode 9, featuring a panel of students discussing the role of video games in their lives. Learn more about the how, when, and why of gaming for teens and their perceptions of the benefits and issues associated with their hobby. This episode features guest host Jason Schofield, Chief Product Officer of Role Model Mentors. All right. Hello, everyone. I am very excited to be talking to you tonight about gaming. As parents, we hear a lot about this subject, but it's usually from the perspective of other parents, teachers, or friends of ours. But there's a really critical voice missing from this conversation, and that is the voice of kids themselves. Our guests tonight are DJ, Derek, and John. They are all high school students from around the country who are avid gamers and have given up a little bit of their time tonight to shed some light on the subject from their perspective. So I'm going to start with a couple kind of around the horn questions um, for everyone to have a little fun with this. Uh, first, uh, so we'll just kind of go in order here. What is the game that you can't put down right now? Um, for me right now, it's Apex Legends. Very nice. For me, it's Fortnite. Uh, for me, I'm also going to go with uh, Apex Legends. Nice. Very cool. So we had a little bet going that we thought it would be mostly Fortnite, but you have already proven us wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the next question's a little different. Uh, might bring you in a different direction. If you were stuck on the moon for a year and all you had was power, internet, and one game, the only game you could play for the entire year, which game are you picking? Definitely Dota 2. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Call of Duty. Uh, yeah, I'd also go with Call of Duty and uh, specifically uh, Black Ops 3. Ah, very nice. I'm, I'm more of a, I'd probably go with an MMO for me on that mm -hmm. one, but I'm a little older, so maybe that was more <laughs> my generation. <laughs> um, all right, cool. So how many hours a week do you game? Um, for me, it's like anywhere from 8 to 14 hours. I would say from anywhere from 7 to 10 hours. Uh, for me, it's probably somewhere between uh, <laughs> 35 and 40 hours. All right. Yeah, there's no wrong answer. So this is all just honest feedback, um, and it's all good. So, so uh, thank you all for being honest about that. That was nice. So do you also spend time, or you know, you may not, but do you ever spend time watching any YouTube videos about whether it's strategy or just some content creators that you like on YouTube or even Twitch? And how often do you do that if you do? I definitely do. Probably from like one to two hours a day, like right before I go to sleep, just to cool down. Mm -hmm. Same here, around one to two hours of YouTube a night, just watching some games. Yeah, that's, that's about how much I have. I feel like that's probably in the last four years, that's been something that I never thought I would be interested in, but I've become interested in. Um, and even when on like weeks where now just as I'm older and in my professional life, I don't have time to play games. I also have two kids, but I still enjoy kind of being part of the culture and watching it. So I'd probably do a little less, maybe like a half hour, an hour, but but definitely spend some time on YouTube. And now how many hours do you think is like an appropriate amount? It's kind of a loaded question, but how many hours do you think is an appropriate amount to spend between those two things, whether it's watching uh, online or actually playing yourself? 
Um, personally, I feel like anything over, anything like under 20 hours, depending on how loaded your schedule is, seems reasonable. Anything over seems a little excessive. No, no offense towards anyone. <laughs> yeah. No, it's all, yeah, it's all personal opinion. Uh, I say around 15 hours is appropriate. I think, uh, I wouldn't really put a restriction on it. I think it's more of just like whatever works for you, you know, as long as you're getting done what you need to get done in, in your real life, then you can spend as much time as you want. Yeah, I, had, I actually had, um, I had a professor in college who had really strong opinions about it and, and didn't really understand. Um, that there might be any social value to it. And he, he kind of was under the opinion that any time spent gaming was a waste of mental energy, which I think is, is somewhat ridiculous because it's, it's great entertainment and it's a way to connect with people. And I think that's something as we kind of get into more questions here that I think a lot of people, a lot of parents, um, especially if their kids are in high school, they're not understanding that it's, it's more than just mindless. Um, staring at a screen. I think there's some other stuff going on. Um, so with that, I'd love to get your opinions um, on a couple of, of longer questions here and really let you guys talk. So the first question, and anyone just jump in, is what do you get out of your gaming experiences and um, from dealing with your friends online that are different than the relationships you have, you know, quote unquote, in real life? Um. Personally, I don't have uh, many connections online to friends. Uh, they have a few people I like to like party up with and play Dota with or Apex Legends with uh, consistently. Not only because they're like really chill people and we have an objective, we can laugh and talk about it. I don't. They could, it can't really put a word into it that like describes what would be any different. Um, other than it's like just easier to communicate with people. Whether I don't know if it's the difference that I can't actually see them in person or I feel like my actions have less consequences or that like we have an objective and that we're all working together to achieve. It's easier to communicate. That's a really interesting insight. Well, the only other thing I feel like I can get out of the gaming experience that I really couldn't get out of in real life would be able to possibly hang out more. Like on the, with playing online, you're able to, to talk to them anytime you want on like in real friendship or in real world. Yeah, I think that I also don't have a lot of uh, online friends that are different from my uh, in real life friends, but I feel like for some people that do, it's a way to like be who you really want to be, like without having to confront people face to face. You know, you get you get to talk to people that understand you from like a gaming aspect, and they know like what you're talking about, and you just get to be like really who you want to be. Right. I, so that was an experience I, I, I liked. Uh, I was big into Counter-Strike in high school, um, which I'm sure you guys have heard of and have uh, probably experienced some of, the, some of the iterations or expansions that have come from that. But um, that was a big part of it. We had, there were like a couple of us that we knew each other. We started playing together. We were friends growing up. Then we met people. And you can really ju- you're not worried about anyone judging you when you're in that environment because everyone's kind of got that shared experience of, enjoying the game, playing together, especially when you have team battles, things like that. Um, everyone's kind of working towards a similar goal. So it is a different feel. Um, and and I, I kind of agree with what you were saying there, Derek, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, cool. So are any of you part of any online gaming communities? Like this could be Discord groups. Um, this could be, you know, following certain people on Twitch where you're interacting in the comments with, with uh, other people. Or, you know, if you're in clans, for first-person shooter games or guilds for MMO RPGs, uh, is there anything? Uh, are there any groups that you guys belong to 
Um, I don't. I guess I'm sort of part of Twitch. I don't watch very often, but I like to like me. I enjoy the memes and the, like the culture, the emotes, Kappa, and like me and some friends will like joke around and reference Twitch a lot. Um, I'm part of a few small Discord groups for like specific people I play games with. But other than that, uh, I don't align with uh, too much with any specific communities. Cool. Uh, yeah, I'm. I was gonna say what DJ was gonna say. I think is that I'm not really part of a lot of uh, online groups or clans or anything. I usually just play with like my friends that I know in real life, so we don't really like create an online like clan like that. Yeah, I found that um, I played sports, I played baseball in high school and in college, um, and I found a lot of the, the people that we ended up playing with because our schedules were the same. That was a big part of it. So we were kind of free at the same times, and uh, we'd end up you know jumping into the whatever game we were into at the time. How do you manage your time between gaming, personal life, and any school commitments that you have? I make sure that I have all my priorities straight, like with school and sports and all my commitments that I have completed before I hop onto gaming and start watching YouTube or stuff like that. Got it. Yeah, that's that's kind of what it's like for me. Um, I'm a, a 4.0 GPA student and I also play three sports. So balancing all that and like 30 to 40 hours of gaming a week is it's really not as difficult as you would think. You know, it's it's really just school comes first and then sports. So you, you go to school, you go to practice, you get home, you do all the homework you got, and then you have as much time as you want to play video games. I personally, I do a pretty good job balancing my social life and my gaming life and like chores I gotta do around the house or like I had a few jobs. Um, Schoolwork though has always been my a poor skill of mine. Uh, ever since I was like four years old, I like would not do any schoolwork. My uncle vividly remembers having to draw fish for me in preschool because I just wouldn't get schoolwork done. But I think that's unrelated to gaming, more my own personal problems with work ethic. Yeah, I was a, I was a terrible high school student, but a 4.0 college student. So for whatever that's worth. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I think it was just attention and not being diagnosed with ADHD early enough. <laughs> Character First is sponsored by Role Model Mentors. This episode features guest host Jason Schofield, Chief Product Officer of Role Model Mentors. What do you think is the biggest misconception about gaming? Um, personally, my biggest problem, my biggest stigma uh, well, my biggest problem with people who uh, have a stigma against video games is that they tend to like put it in a taboo category and uh, compared to other pastimes. Like if you would tell someone I spent a hundred dollars on a video game, right? They, they'll like they'll low frown, they'll give you a face. They, they'll consider it a waste of time and money. But if someone like watches five movies in one month, that's about a hundred dollars. Right, but no one will bat an eye, and I, I never personally understood that. If you really think about it, video games are a much more cost-efficient uh, form of entertainment. With a movie, you'll get two, three hours of entertainment. A video game, if it's free or like whatever, right? You'll you'll get much more time out of it. Dota, a game I think I've put like three hundred dollars in has given me like a thousand five hundred hours worth of playtime and entertainment that I wouldn't get from other forms of media. Another misconception 
with YouTube and Twitch. Um, people don't understand why you would watch someone else play video games, yet they will sit down in the living room and will like watch sports, right? There's no difference between watching a professional who plays their sport and someone who plays their video game professionally. Um, another big misconception. I'm sorry if I'm rambling too much. Let me know if you no, need you're to fine, stop you're at any fine. point. Uh, but another big misconception is that video games make people violent, right? Which has been debunked quite a few times. That video games have no adverse health effects on um, on people that play video games. Um, but regardless, people still like to claim that video games make people um, violent or that they have some adverse health effects. That's all. <laughs> yeah. So interestingly, when you're talking about that, I, I think one of the big takeaways is it's something that's true across the board, is that the less you understand or want to understand about something, the easier it is to look at it in only one dimension and not see other aspects of it that, like like you said, I think that's a great point, is most games are a much better investment from a money standpoint um, than a movie or really most other things. You get a lot more, more playtime uh, out of your dollar um, and entertainment out of your dollar. Um, but I think some of the stigma comes from the fact that it's relatively new as well. You know, sports are, some sports are hundreds of years old. Um, so people have gotten comfortable with that. They're not yet comfortable with this way of people even competing. And, you know, we'll get into that too, about esports and, and how that's, you know, on the rise. But um, I think that a lot of what you're saying comes back to people not fully understanding it or not being comfortable with it yet. So they can't form the right opinion yet. Um, do you guys have any opinions, DJ or Derek, on, on that last question? When when you said the question, my first thought went to the uh, the violence in uh, gamers. That's what I thought. But you brought up a really good point about um, the investment thing and the difference between watching professional gamers and watching professional athletes. I thought that was a, a really good point that you had. All right. Final question here. Uh, do you feel like gaming has any benefits for you as a person and specifically any as aspects that could benefit you in the future? Are you learning anything from these experiences now? I think that one of the biggest benefits that gaming has brought to me is uh, my time management skills because I know that in the future when I go to college, I'm probably not going to have as much time to game as I do now because I'm going to have to balance uh, a heavy workload and hopefully sports, which is also another heavy workload. So being able to balance uh, the work that I have now in the gaming and all the other aspects of my life that I have, I think has been uh, really beneficial to me. So like time management, essentially. Yeah. Um, for me, there's no like big takeaway concepts. Uh, like so there's some minor benefits. Like my reaction time is pretty good compared to my friends. I used to play a lot of StarCraft and you have to use your entire keyboard to play StarCraft. So like I'm a really good typer because I play a lot of StarCraft um, uh, I can communicate pretty well with people. I, I learned uh, how to deal with really angry people uh, from playing Dota and people getting mad at you for playing bad and just like talking with people, uh, someone yelling with you and trying to calm them down. I don't know if any of those skills are relevant, but like I learned how to do it because of gaming and because of being exposed to having to like talk to people and stuff. I really didn't take away any, like I didn't really take away anything big from video games, like some just little things where like maybe work with other people like communication and stuff like that and being able to solve problems quickly because you got to be able to think on the spot and be able to 
complete the video game. Right. Something interesting you guys brought up communication, which is, um, you know, you'll you'll learn more as you get into college about uh, online communication, how important it's become in the business world. Um, you know, almost fifty percent of all workers are remote these days. So if you have one of the things that I've been able to uh, take away from gaming, which at the time I had no idea that I was learning how to do, is kind of like what what John was saying uh, about being able to get my point across in just text. Uh, and like, maybe that's because we're working on strategy or something there, but it's no different in business where, you know, if you guys are familiar with Slack maybe, which is what most businesses use to communicate with each other. Um, but it's really important to be able to communicate well via text and then on video chat or, or even just voice chat like this. This is how m so much of business is done these days. So you guys are already a step of, ahead having spent time in a more digital world because those are the things that like when I'm hiring people now uh, to join my team, those are the things I'm looking for. Are they able to communicate well? Do they show up? Can they manage their own time? All those things I think you can learn uh, from playing video games. So it's interesting that you guys kind of picked up on that already. I think that's where the world's moving and it, it was really great to kind of hear your all of your feedback and kind of even my own you know, misconceptions. I've, I've learned a few things from you guys tonight. So I definitely appreciate the conversation. Thank you for having me. All right. Before we end, are there any other points you guys wanted to make or anything else you guys wanted to say? Uh, yeah, I had one more thing. Uh, going back to question five with the benefits that gaming has brought to me, uh, one of my potential majors in college that I think I might be interested in is uh, computer science and uh, mm -hmm. computer engineering. So I feel like having a background in gaming and knowing what a good game feels like and looks like and operates like is going to really help me when I'm uh, programming software and I'm creating games and I'm just coding and I, I'm trying to figure out what works and what doesn't. Yeah, for sure. It will. <laughs> yeah, I would like to add on to that point, actually. So uh, because of my love for games, uh, like my love for technology and computers, and I got into coding about two years ago, and because of it, I managed to find a um, paid internship while making software for uh, robot waiters and waitresses. And um, if it wasn't for video games, I would have never had that opportunity. Um, and I would have never like gotten into programming, which is like a really important uh, job in the future now. That's so true, John. It's, it's a great point you make there. Uh, I'd like to thank all of you for being here, DJ, Derek, and John, and spending a little time with us. I hope our listeners learned a lot, and I hope you guys enjoyed the experience. Thank you for listening to Character First. Character First is sponsored by Role Model Mentors.